49ers fans. It is 49ers fangirl Tracy Sandler here with SoCali Steph. Hey, Steph. Hey, Tracy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, well, I'm excited to finally see some preseason football coming up in the next week. It's been so boring this past offseason, and it's just exciting to get back in the 49er world. It sure is. And everybody, welcome back to our podcast, Talking Touchdowns. We're hoping this season that we will actually be talking more touchdowns than we were last season. A number of people suggested to me that we change the name to Talking Field Goals. But (laughs) hope springs eternal. So I'm keeping the name (laughs) Talking Touchdowns. Um, And it's been, you know, it's been exciting to have football back. I don't know if you saw the Hall of Fame game yesterday was canceled Uh, so that was an odd situation with the paint on the field I feel bad I feel that someone or someone's are probably going to be losing their job over that Um, I actually think as much as I was excited to see a little preseason football certainly better that no one gets injured there are enough unnecessary injuries in preseason the last thing you needed to was to add one because of uh, improper painting um, on the field. Uh, so kind of is what it is. Um, but our 49ers get back in action Sunday. They've been back at camp, I believe, seven days. Um, and so far, um, so far it seems like the rookies have been the star of the show. People have right. a, lot, a lot of good things to say, which is which is good because, as you had mentioned, free agency was boring, and it felt like the draft was boring. Um, and granted, it's only a few days into camp, but maybe, maybe the draft ends up not being as boring as we thought it was. Yeah, you know, in the past, the off season's been anything but boring for the 49ers because they've been in the news. So I think that was kind of good that we didn't have anybody yes. in the news this year over the entire off season. And maybe we're, we're it's good that it's boring. You know, the free agency was boring. The draft was pretty boring. We didn't recognize a lot of people in that. You know, some were good picks, obviously. But what wasn't boring to me is Chip Kelly, Cap, Hyde, Tory. Buckner, Bowman, Tart, you know, that's, those are the things that the highlights that I'm looking forward to because they're definitely not boring, but we do have a coach that alienated his last team. So we're going to see how this all plays out. And, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I mean, so far, you know, the players seem to like him again. We're seven days into camp. I think at this point, everyone's so football starved that we get really excited like seven days into camp and think, you know, that it means everything for the season, which we know it doesn't, but it's what we have to go on. Um, and so far, it seems like the players are liking Chip Kelly. Um, they, they do seem to me a little bit more, and again, it could just be that I'm football starved, uh, but they seem to be a little bit more of a unit than I felt like they were last year. Um, right. So, you know, we'll see if that is true. Uh, you brought up Navarro Bowman. I think we should certainly touch on his big new contract. That was pretty exciting news for 49ers fans and for the team. Yeah, I mean, Bowman's the tackling machine, you know, that we just want him to get back into it. We, You know, he he's not as fast as he used to be, so we're hoping that, at least I'm hoping that he's, getting faster and he's recovering from that gnarly injury but yeah obviously the 49ers feel comfortable with where he's at and he's a big part of the 49ers so I'm I'm excited about that yeah I was excited about that as well Um, as long as we're talking defense so far I I really think the defense has shined 
um, at camp, it seems like, from what I understand, from what I'm hearing. I'm actually going to be at camp later this week, so next week I'll have some more insight to impart that I'll have actually seen with my own eyes, but it sounds like they're doing really well. Eric Armstead has impressed a lot of people this camp, as is DeForest Buckner. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, and, you know, them together and their chemistry, along with their coach, you know, their old coach and Chip Kelly, you know, it's that could have been, you know, scripted in, in a better way. So I'm excited about that, too. So it's good to see that, you know, them drive. I mean, if anything, we need that defense to be strong. And if they have that line, I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, especially with Aaron Lynch being out. Um, it's just yeah. good to hear that some of these younger guys are stepping up so far and look like they can at least fill the gap for those four games um, that the 49ers will be without Lynch. Um, so we'll see. And I'm hoping Lynch um, has learned a lesson. Granted, um, as Niners Nation and David said, if he's suspended four games, that means he should have learned a lesson previously. Right. Um, but it's hope- not his first time. <laughs> no, it is not. And, you know, I think 49er fans have a little bit of like an Alden Smith hangover no pun intended, um, but I think, I mean, it's not the, maybe not the best choice of words, but I think, you know, we see someone like Lynch and we get nervous um, and concerned. So hopefully we're not looking at that again because it would, that would be unfortunate. And it's just, it's really sad to see somebody with so much talent and such a bright future throw it away. Absolutely. And, you know, 49ers fans can be pretty harsh on like the Seahawks, um, behavior and the things that they choose to do and I think that we should hold our players accountable to the same standards that we expect from other teams so um, I definitely support the decision because you know I think football needs to be about we know that it's not as perfect as we would hope but at the same time we want the players to make good decisions based on what you know we expect from any other player in the league. Absolutely. And um, Eddie DeBartolo this weekend, obviously, we know is inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he talked a lot about the team and family. And I do think that's a part of football um, that is not, it's not, and it's not just the 49ers. It's not just people ragging on our owner. It's the NFL generally, it's not quite what it used to be in that way. And there's that slogan, football is family, mm-hmm. but we don't always see it. Um, right. <laughs> but. I think, you know, we do need to treat the players accordingly and people do need to be held accountable. And sometimes it's not just about football. Right. It's about the other stuff as well. Um, But getting back to football, another um, area where it seems like players are really shining is in the uh, cornerback position. Absolutely. Um, I'm really excited about what they have going on there in that whole secondary. Um, I'm really excited about... Jaquaski Tart. I think that he's really going to be amazing this year. I think that this is his second year in, and I think he's going to bring a little bit more. He's going to have some experience. He has a year under his belt. It's a young secondary, so it's pretty exciting. It is, and apparently Jimmy Ward's having a great camp. I hear that. And I have I have really high hopes for Jimmy Ward this season. I think, I think he's going to have the breakout season that we've kind of all been waiting for. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And apparently Richard Robinson and Will Redmond are having great camps and everyone's really excited about them. So it, you know, it looks like our young guys, the rookies and some of our second, third year guys are really going to step up. 
um, and be a bright spot on the defense. Um, I think it seems so far in camp that the defense is what's going to propel this team, and I think we've seen defense wins championships. Um, Mm -hmm. The offense is apparently still leaving a little bit to be desired. Obviously, the biggest story of camp is uh, the battle for QB1 between Colin Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert, which apparently had been a pretty even battle up until yesterday. Gabbert had a great day, um, but that, you know, who, you know, that changes daily. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll see. I think it'll be very telling on Sunday who starts that game. If I were to guess, Gabbert will start that game. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting preseason because in years past, we saw very little of Kaepernick because they wanted to keep him healthy. And so they played all the other backups like galore. And, you know, we didn't get to see a lot of Cap in the preseason because he was just obviously going to be the starter. This year, I think we're going to see a lot of Cap. I think it's going to be even. I think it's going to be 50-50. I think we're going to see them both, and they're going to battle it out in preseason, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, we have a true quarterback battle that we have not had in a long time. We've had quarterback controversies, but that's a different thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very different thing than a true preseason battle. Um, So we'll see. I think... Cap does seem to look a little sharper. He seems to be reading defenses a little better uh, this this preseason. Historically, his, he has not had great preseasons, which I know a lot of people would say, well, you could say historically he hasn't had great regular seasons either. Um, but I think that's been true and not true, frankly. Um, but, you know, I, I think the offensive line obviously has been given a huge boost um, the anth- the return of Anthony Davis, assuming that goes how we'd want it to go, and he seems to be in shape. He seems to be working hard. He seems to have had quite an attitude shift over the last few weeks. Um, so that created a huge boost for the offensive line, which will help whoever's playing at quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. And I think it's going to show, you know, we know that there was some uh, – I don't know, to some hard words exchanged with Cap and at the point where Cap even requested a trade. We're going to really see if they've been able to resolve that from an organizational point because if they don't want Cap to play and they don't want him to get hurt, we're not going to see him. We're going to see him very little. If it's a true battle, like they've said it is, that they are going to let them, you know, duke it out, and we're going to see that too. And I think you're right about the offensive line. I think they're going to try to give both quarterbacks the best opportunity they can by shoring up that offensive line. I really wanted them to pick up an offensive lineman either in free agency or the draft, but that didn't happen. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. But that was an area that was just horrendous. And regardless if if it was Cap or Gabbert, um, they didn't have much time last year, either one of them, to make plays or anything like that. So I'm, I'm hoping that both can benefit from it and extend the plays based on the offensive line and make make plays regardless. Yes, I'm hoping as well. And it'll be interesting to see if the 49ers, like you said, truly do mean that it's a quarterback battle because you know I saw a quote, I think, from an article that I believe Kyle Madsen wrote. Um, that at this point, 
they really should give Cap as much opportunity as possible because he does have that huge contract. Yes, it's year to year, but he's under this huge contract. It was signed, in theory, as a franchise quarterback. Let's see if he's truly your franchise quarterback. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm sorry, 49ers fans. I don't want to be a pessimist, but <laughs> they're not. that's not where this team is. This team is in a rebuilding year, obviously. Um, so let him air it out. Let's see. Is he the franchise quarterback? I do not believe Blaine Gabbert is the franchise quarterback. Whether or not he starts this year, he's not a franchise quarterback. So your choices are to see if Kaepernick is or to start Gabbert as basically a placeholder for this season until they figure out who their next franchise quarterback is. But I I would be very disappointed if by the end of the season there wasn't an actual answer on Cap one way or the other. Whatever it may be, there shouldn't be another season of is he or isn't he. Right. Um, so it'll be be interesting to see what um, what happens there. Although yeah. So I don't know. But if I were to guess, I guess that Gabbard starts on Sunday. What do you think? I don't know. I think both of them are going to play. I think they're going to, you know, give them both equal opportunity. That's what, at least that seems like what it should be based on what the 49ers have Projected, You know, they've said that there's, you know, he's always been their guy and all these kinds of things. And, you know, now that he's not hurt, I think, too, we'll get to see a little bit more from him. So I'm hoping that, you know, he's returned 100%. The guy can, you know, put that stuff behind him. I mean, Kaepernick has a lot of issues mentally or has had a lot of issues mentally and making sure that he can actually go. So if he's figured that out, I think the 49ers would be remiss not to play him. So, uh, but you know, I'm not the GM. (laughs) I think I am sometimes. Well, I think we all think we are. That's the beauty of being a fan. The beauty of being a fan is you get to be the GM without any of the responsibility of actually being the GM. So it's like if he's if he's if he's worked that out his physical problems and him being able to mentally focus on being the quarterback I think he is definitely going to be the starter this year. Um, however, you know I've said that before. I, I, I'm definitely a Cap fan. I want him to do well. I think that Blaine Gabbert is a serviceable, fine quarterback, Um, but like you said, I'm not sure he's necessarily the franchise quarterback, but I do think in this NFL, it's kind of a new NFL. I mean, the Broncos won the Super Bowl, and they have their backup play six or seven games, I think. I I don't know exactly. So it's just a different NFL now that's really focusing on the defense, we don't have as many, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady's on every single team. They're working with what they have to just win games and then get there. So I guess that's what we're, I'm hoping is that I don't care how they do it. I just want them to win games. I just want them to win games, too. I, at this point, <laughs> I would say in this season, it's so funny what a difference a couple years makes. But... If they went 8-8 eight and eight this season, I would consider that a very successful season for this team. I really would. Yeah, absolutely. Even, like, I know everyone was so disappointed with Harbaugh's final season, the 8-8, eight and eight, but when we look at what happened and how many games, I mean, they had close games that could have gone 
Either way, they still finish eight and eight. Mm-hmm. And most most of the time, they had bad luck, bad calls. Did a lot of injuries that season too. Yeah, and a lot of injuries. And then, and we were thought that was like the worst season ever. And then we, <laughs> we followed that up with the Tom Sula season, and so now we have another brand new season. So you know, I think eight and eight would be a good place to start, coming from where we we've been. And like you said, even though they thought it was a reload situation it's not it's a rebuilding situation and uh, we'll see what happens but yeah I'm hoping that they've been able to come together and really focus on getting these young guys to be where they need to be and and really play as a unit I think that's something that's just been missing yes I think that is something that's really been missing this team has been very fractured Mm -hmm. um for a long time starting with all the Harbaugh rumors we don't have to rehash it all over again but starting with that and everything with Tom Sula and I just they do feel like a little bit more of a unit I've heard people say that Um, I believe Carlos Hyde has said that Um, so we'll see if they actually are but I think I think there is pride on this team these guys want to win they want to play better Right. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that some of that trickles onto the field, and I, I think it will. I think they're in a better coaching, coaching situation. I, no disrespect to Tom Sula, he was put in an absolutely impossible position, and was given a position that he really wasn't ready for, um, and that was he wanted it. So I don't blame him there, but you know that was unfair to him. But he was unfortunately destined to fail. But I think in Chip Kelly, you do have a solid football coach, a great football mind, taking all the GM stuff away. I think you do have a very solid NFL coach. A lot of people say, no, he's just good in college. I don't believe that's true. You look at those first couple years with the Eagles, he took that team, I believe, from 4-12 and 12 to 10-6. and six. He made Nick Foles look like a Pro Bowl quarterback, and yeah. right now Nick Foles doesn't have a job. So... You know, I, I do have faith in Chip Kelly and what he can do with this team. And I think in these first few days, we're we're seeing it. So it'll be exciting. I'm very excited to get up to camp this week. I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So I'll be at practice at Kizar and then the rest of the week. So I'm excited to see it with my own eyes and tell you all about it next week. Awesome. I'm excited for you. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think we've covered pretty much everything. Uh, We have the first preseason game on Sunday. I think that will be very telling in the quarterback position especially. Uh, So we will get to talk about that next week. Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at 49ers Fangirl. And next week I will also have an exciting new venture to tell you all about. So stay tuned for that. All right. Bye, Tracy. Bye, Steph. Bye, everybody. Go Niners. Go Niners.